This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, we split our review of the movie Napoli Ever After into two parts. Today we bring you part two of that review and we still ask the question, why did this movie happen? It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Yo. Live from Genesia's living room, it's Tea with Queen and Jay. With special guest, Hennessy the dog. <laughs> All right. We are recording in Genesia's living room. We are, yo. It's like old times. It's like the first freaking, what was it, the 100 episodes we were in here? No, not 100. Not like 100. The first, the the first, first 50 something. Yeah, episodes we were here in my apartment in the <gasps> NYC with uh, the refrigerator making noise. <laughs> And, um, and your dog running around the fucking house. Tap dancing and barking and a smoke detector beeping. Going off. Yeah. yeah. Those are the days. Good times. Yeah. Welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay. We, we are two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea. Dismantling white supremacist patriarchal capitalism one episode at a time. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And, and this, this is Tea with Queen and Jay. Al. Yo, so we're here again. We actually did an episode yesterday. We started our Napoli Ever After review. We went in. We went in. So we recorded longer than we thought. That's right. That's right. So we turned it into a two-parter. So this is the second half of that. We have the audio that we're going to play in a few minutes. Yep. And we had Ola from the Free Black Woman Library on, who was great yeah she was fantastic she had actually read, read the, the book, book back in the day and then she read it again recently so it's great to be able to compare some of those concepts yep. and themes mm-hmm. in the book with whatever the heck was happening in, in that the movie movie so that was interesting Word. if you would like to follow along with this conversation you can use the hashtag t with qj on twitter and instagram or facebook or wherever the heck you mm-hmm. want to use it yep. we retweet that shit we respond we comment to it you can talk to one another i see people stuff. talking to people oh that's super cool i was like this is cute look I at like that. that i like that but i'm a creep so that's awesome did i want to you Engage. are creep. Factual. You can also use the hashtag pod in. That's P-O-D-I-N. That is a listening now hashtag. Mm-hmm. And it just tells other folks who are using that hashtag what, what you're, you're listening, listening to. to. And you can introduce folks to Tea with Queen and J podcast through that hashtag. Yeah, use it. Use both of them. We love those hashtags. That's right. So we're going to get into libations, but I'm going to let our listeners know what the fuck libations are. Please do. Libations are where we pour some for the people, places, and things that give us black fucking joy. Pour some for the homies, the ancestors, all of that shit. And that's what we do here. Our libation today. Yes, this is a joint libation. It's motherfucking caffeine. That's right. I get on you every week about coffee. You do. You every got a lot of week. nerve. You have a lot of nerve. And um, I understand now. I am not a coffee drinker. I will not become one. Welcome to the dark side. No. I like other drugs. Not caffeine. Okay. Um, as Jay would say, caffeine over Coke. And that is our libation. That's right. Well, there's caffeine and Coke, but coffee over Coke. Coffee over Coke. Coffee over cocaine. And all that stuff, I guess. Yeah. Unless cocaine's your thing, then... Yeah, I think Enjoy. in moderate we doses. Go. Okay. It's fine. I don't judge. Okay. I'm just saying. All right, so where did we leave off yesterday? We left off at the beauty parlor scene. Right. And it was just a lot of hate, a lot of hateration in the dancery. 
beauty salons usually where black women go for community and that sisterhood communal space. That is not what the fuck was going on here. I mean, it was kind of dismantling the, the dynamics of that, how they were hating on the little girl and all of that shit. So that is where we left off on episode one of the Napoli Ever After Review. If you have not watched this film yet, we are doing a spoiler fill review of Mm -hmm. this. So if you wanted to watch it, please go and watch it and then come back and listen to these reviews. If you haven't listened to part one yet, please go back and listen to part one and then you can finish out with us later. Mm -hmm. And if it's a movie that you had no intention of watching, we do do a play-by-play of it so you don't have to go and watch it if that's not something you wanted to do. And you can still keep up with what was happening in the movie and why we either loved it or hated or felt in between about it. Yeah? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, let's get into it. Part two. So we cut to the birthday scene and her family is there and it's like they're in a dinner party or whatever. It's a large dinner party. Mm -hmm. There's some hair talk. So somebody compliments her hair and she says to her mom, you do such a great job. And she's like, oh, that's our little thing. So apparently she does her hair regularly. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but they don't know that that's a weave in her head. Right. Which doesn't make sense. (laughs) At all. This is a black like, person. Who it's said way this. past her shoulders. Yeah, it's all unreasonably it's like, full. It's way. Yeah. it's got the waves on the sides. This is an mm. obvious. That's weave. not what it looked like in the morning. No, it's a weave. Everybody, like, so nobody notices like the track. Yeah, there's like a. It's like a whole. It's another different. It's a different color. Right. From- <laughs> like it's completely different. It's a whole it's thing. Like, it's you a know? whole thing. Oh, but there's no. an exchange between her mom and her mom's sister. Yes. About hair. About hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how, like, nappy, quote unquote, mm-hmm. her mom's hair was. was. Yes, that's important. Which the daughter never knew. knew. Mm, so it's like, they're yeah. supposed to be this and they used close to make mother fun and of daughter, her. but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, her mm-hmm. mom used to be made fun of. Because um, the mom, the grandmother would send her out in her afro and everyone would make fun right. of her. So mm-hmm. it's supposed to be this thing about hair, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was some backstory for that. And then Clint. Clint. <laughs> Clint stinking ass gets up to propose. Oh, excuse me. He gets up to make a toast. Yes. And he presents the small ring and she's like, this is the, the ring best box. day of my life, the ring box. So he says all this stuff. Like, I've been thinking about Violet and how perfect she is and See? about family and all this. I knew he wasn't going to propose. You want to know how I knew? How? Because the father left before. And I oh. feel like these are those, those kind of perfect kind of bougie blacks mm-hmm. that he would have asked her dad asked if he could marry her. The father right. was like, when, father was, when the father was leaving, I'm like, he ain't asked her. Well, right. I already knew because of the movie, mm-hmm. but I was like, should have knew then. Right. When her father was like, all right, so I'm leaving. Like, yeah. right. your right. father would have stayed for that yeah. if they had that conversation. So for permission. You got to look for the clues, girl. Right. The clues. True. Yeah. True so I knew then okay. when her father broke out. So he says that speech. The whole speech, though, is okay. So that's the other thing. He says this whole speech and then gives her something that's not a wedding ring or whatever, right? It looks like a bracelet. Yeah, it looks like a bracelet. But like the way that that speech was, do people really do that? Like it was so. Nah. Nah. (laughs) No one does that. It was so clearly. Okay. So he he gives her what looks like a bracelet. And then we later find out it's a dog collar because he presents her with a little chihuahua. That's the gift. Which is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Don't bother me something to take care of. Of course not. But he's talked about in the speech. He's talked about family and how perfect she and this whole big buildup. And we're in front of all her friends. Does that make any sense? No. Even if even if let's say he was going to give her a dog. In a white world. 
Right. To say all those things? Only no. because dogs are family to white people. <laughs> so since a white man wrote this. Right, right. I mean, for them, I'm, that's a part of starting a family. I don't know. Because he was like, our first dog together. That's the only way that this can make sense. As It's still foolish right. and dumb. Yeah. But black people generally don't start families with pets. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah, not in that way. I can see that family, but I would not. Yeah, be, my my cat is family, yeah. but I was I didn't I give my give cat a whole was speech. Like, yeah, I wouldn't give a whole. This speech. is a step in our relationship. Right. Like, nah. no, don't in front of all my friends. Right, and you wouldn't give a dog to somebody without talking to them about that's it. Men, men like, do that. Men, that's men why, are that's stupid. Why that's why she has a dog. Gave my my brother gave. Hennessy purchased Hennessy for some unsuspecting person, girl, woman. Wow. Yeah, and it didn't work. That's out. not a gift. Give yeah. him something for uh-huh. me to take care of. That's like a whole another project. That's, like that's a job. That's labor. Yep. Yeah. But nobody. And I was mad about that he didn't labor. take the dog when he left. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Like, that's how they do. She's though. like, I'm not even a dog person, and mm-hmm. you're giving me a dog. dog. Mm-hmm. Come no. on now. Yeah. And a chihuahua. That's what I was thinking too. At least in the book, the dog was Cocker Spaniel. Right. Mm-hmm. He was cuddly. It was cuddly. Mm-hmm. Not as annoying. That right. was a cute chihuahua. Hennessy's a chihuahua mix. It looked like Hennessy. It looked like a, oh. a short, fat Hennessy. It looked like an annoying dog. Yeah. And I'm happy that it wasn't in Hennessey the movie that annoying. much. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. And I actually like dogs. Yeah, me too. Right. I actually Sorry. like dogs. Because I felt like the dog was going to like torture her. Because mm-hmm. it is a chihuahua and they're known to be like noisy and yeah. like unruly or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, so I was appreciating him not being in the movie so much because that just would have made the hurt more. Right. 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 Yeah. So she has to be perfect the whole time. So she's complains to her homegirls in the bathroom, but then her mom tells her to suck it up, go back out there, act like nothing happened. But when I saw that scene, it was like being in a locker room for sports people. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. get back out there. Right. <laughs> Put your game face right? on. He right. hasn't proposed yet, <laughs> right. but he will. I'm like, what the fuck is yeah. this? Yeah, it was it was so weird. It's bullshit is what it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. it was so weird. He was telling she was telling her daughter to be a lady. Yeah, basically. Which is why I don't fuck with it. Right. I don't fuck with it. Her whole everything was some about backwards, being a lady. oppressive ass yes. shit. Yeah. Yep. You yep. know, because if she was my child, I would have been like, "Tell him you do not want this dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to get married. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. The end. Yep. Just be real. Let yep. him know what what it is you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of playing games. Exactly. Yeah, but that's being straightforward and direct. And, that's not and what, she's not allowed to do that because ladies, ladies do. don't do that. Nope. You sit and waiting. You sit and waiting and you be nice. And you be you... a lady in waiting. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's disgusting. That's Bro. oppressive. Yeah. Very much so. So they get back to the crib and he says, you seem unhappy. And she actually finally uses her voice. I was surprised that she said it mm-hmm. then just based on like her character. But she right. was finally like, oh, I was expecting a ring. Yeah. I was expecting you to propose. And he's like, what the fuck? You've been together two years, bitch. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? What are you talking about? And he's like, I don't even really know you. We've been on a two year first date. You're perfect. You're always perfect. We never have sex in the shower. <laughs> Which is, we never have sex in the yeah. shower. Okay, nigga. I never knew that was a deal breaker. Right. Right. Yo, shower make, sex isn't making a thing for it's you. It's great. It's I've had good shower sex, right. but it's not like we've never had shower. Like, I don't have yeah. unprotected It depends sex, on so what time of what type shower. of shower you have because mm-hmm. I live in New York shower City. Shower sex is like the only good shower sex I've had is at hotels because I live in New York City and right. it's not like my bathroom is huge and mm-hmm. I have the space to do the things mm-hmm. that I want to do. Right. Um, 
So, yeah. I find it really hard for two people to catch the water at yeah. the same time. In so, a New shower, York shower. In a New York yeah. So, yeah. shower sex is like somebody's under the water and the other person. It's cold. It's cold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cold and not, naked. Yeah. Possibly distracted by how good the sex is, mm-hmm. but still. Yeah. So, you he's know, crying. he's like, you never let your hair down. Mm-hmm. You never do this. You know, all these Which is things. mad white. Let me say that. Yeah, let your hair down. Whenever I see that in a Tinder profile, I'm like, okay, you're looking for white women. <laughs> Because what black women you know, what type of hair you talking about? You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Our hair. Like, what do you mean when you say exactly? Hair our hair, our natural hair, you can't, like, let it down. It's yeah. not going to be. It grows up. up. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't grow down. Yeah. That's I don't need to let it, let it down. down. I could yeah. let it be, but yeah. I can't let it down. So like, <laughs> yeah. who, who are you even talking to? Exactly. But, yeah, so basically that she's been super perfect and, you know, he doesn't even really know her. He had to call his her assistant to find out her favorite flowers and this shit. Whatever, Which is whatever. stuff that he knew. So, like, right. why didn't you have this conversation with her exactly. about that? Exactly. Like, everything mm-hmm. he says at this point is bullshit to yeah. me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you could have talked to If this is your right. partner for two years that right. lived together, yeah. mm-hmm. you could have had that conversation with her. Exactly. Right. Plenty of times. You wait to now to, like... Oh, this is a problem. Like, mm-hmm. use your words, motherfucker. You should have said this before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so then she tearfully says, "You're never gonna marry me." Like she just came to some sort of realization thing, and that also made me uncomfortable. But, right. Like that. I can't the, relate to me, me that's neither. Where, that's where for marriage. Me neither. I can't relate to that, but I know that that's a thing for a lot of women. Right. Like being married, having a husband, it's mm-hmm. like equated with self worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unfortunately. Right. Or like a milestone that if you don't reach that, like you haven't really accomplished much as a woman mm-hmm. if you don't have a husband. Right. 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 So I couldn't relate to that moment yeah. but I was like alright and just try to, to clarify like for people listening we're all like above 30 so yeah. like you know just so listeners know that we're not like saying this in our 20s yeah cause there are women who are our age who are like freaking the fuck out you yeah. know what I'm saying definitely. like yeah that definitely. that exists but yes that's, that's something not what that this none was of us relates in this room. to so yeah so that it made me uncomfortable that she was like you're never gonna marry me Which I will say we're not encouraging and don't like don't be with somebody who is wasting your time. So yeah. if she, right. you know, marriages, it's okay, I guess, to want marriage if that's what she wanted mm-hmm. or whatever. But it was like th- this panic thing. Like she had lived her whole life working up to this was the moment. Mm-hmm. This is the thing yeah. that makes you whatever you're supposed mm-hmm. to be. Mm-hmm. And that this was like tearing her world apart yeah. because it wasn't happening right. when she thought it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So that was uncomfortable and like and a then little it, bit scary to it me. It annoyed honestly. me because they obviously never have had a conversation about this. Right. For her to just now be like, you're never going to marry me. It's like, have y'all ever talked? Right. About, like, does, like, does he know that marriage this is, is this what you want? Yeah. Yes. Like, have y'all never had this conversation mm-hmm. about, like, what the fuck y'all doing and right. what this looks like for you years right. down the line? Like, this yeah. is the first time you're having a, this conversation about marriage. You don't really want to marry him. You just want to be married. It's not exactly. about him. Because exactly. how, how could you have not had this conversation mm-hmm. right. with the person you want to marry? Mm-hmm. Right. Like it's yeah. that's strange to me. That, that right. whole movement was actually. So yeah. this is all a awkward. lesson in communication. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would say so. How to make a relationship so. work. Talk. So she kicks him out, and they break up. She breaks up with him or whatever. Asks him to leave. He dips. Leaves the fucking dog. Yeah. Pees on the floor. Mm-hmm. And right. which I would have too. I would have been traumatized. Yeah. Oh, or, the dogs did everything that you know. The, the, the dogs do. Yeah, the dogs do. Like, is wrong listen, with y'all? this is stressful. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. just pee right here. Right like here. the dog is caught in the middle of this yes. toxic relationship yep. and it's just like trying to figure it out. Yep. <laughs> Poor baby. I'm not trying to do this. I'm gonna just pee right here. Oh 
gosh. So we cut to, she goes to work the next day. She's clearly like a mess. She looks cute. Her hair is up, but like her shirt is open and yeah. you know, it's clear that she's out of it. Mm-hmm. Right. She has this big presentation. But her outfit is cute. Her yeah, outfit it is, is cute. super cute. Yes. Her hair looks super cute. Mm-hmm. She has this big presentation. She goes in and she kind of fumbles the whole presentation. Yes. So they kind of have to talk her through it. She fumbles it and her boss tells her to take some time off. Yes. And they don't want her on the account, but to take a few days and come back. Mm-hmm. Which so, is bullshit. Ooh, explain. Who cares about a black woman at work? Right. Oh, you're right. So the, a lot of her, and I'm glad you said it, a lot of her work stuff just seemed like, where is this place? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because she like, came where in. Is, who are these people? Who are these people mm-hmm. that care about her well-being? Yeah. Kind of. Mm-hmm. And then... She came in with a whole new ass weave and no one said anything. Like right. as a person who changes my hair all the time and although when I go to work my hair conversations are not violent and I appreciate that, it's still something people notice. Right. People yeah. do not people, ne- people never not notice comments. black women's hair. When yeah. no, like where is this workplace where no one notices her mm-hmm. hair? Right. Well, there's a white woman at my job with extensions right now, and I have not noticed. I said, where is is a place where there is a black woman at work where no one notices her hair? That does not, that doesn't happen. No, you're right. Even if they are white people who understand that these hair conversations, shut the fuck up, blah, 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 blah. Mm. They'll still say something. They'll still say something. Oh, your hair looks cute. Oh, oh, you change your hair. hair. Like, Mm -hmm. where is this Oh, I like the new do. Yeah, like, where is this workplace where they don't notice her hair, these white men who don't notice her hair Mm -hmm. and care about her needing time off? Right. (laughs) Right. Where is this place? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Why are these white people so gentle? What's happening? (laughs) Where are these whites? That's true. This is where. Okay. All right. So he gives us. I was only just, black moms. I was just relieved. Only black moms are evil in this place. Right. Right. Well, black women in general, because yeah. they all let that little girl get roasted at the beauty parlor. Yeah, black basically. woman to trash is basically yeah. Yeah. what's happening. In so she world. takes a few days off, allegedly, and, and she. But I will say, mm-hmm. if I can interject yeah, a little bit in the book, the relationship she had, relationship she has at work, are completely different. Her mm-hmm. work situation is completely different. Like mm-hmm. she's been working for this company for several years. And she's tr- work. She's like a career woman. She's a businesswoman. She's trying to get a raise at work, mm-hmm. and she deals with some uh, sexual harassment. Uh-huh. Did you Did you get to that no. part in the book yet? Yeah, which is really really crazy. And like how she handles it is really crazy. And she ends up. I wish they'd left this part in the movie, uh-huh. but she ends up getting suspended from work. Because she's harassed and they don't want to deal with the sexual harassment. So instead of like dealing with the person who harassed her, they let her go and Mm. they make her take an early vacation. Mm. And I feel like that how that whole patriarchy plays out would have been a really interesting thing for her character to deal with in the film. Especially when that's what our the way that we see the way that black women see our hair and have traditionally seen our hair how we're treated for our hair that is all a part of the patriarchy yeah you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so that would have been i think important to this story but they weren't trying to tell that story yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it would have been important to show the different i guess the different directions of what she gets this hair hate mm-hmm. from it's right. not just because her mom right. there's these other right. spaces where they tell her her hair is not good mm-hmm. yeah um and to put that all on her mother this other black woman in the right. movie is fucking ridiculous mm-hmm. but of course a white man wrote this so why would you include white men and in that violence against this black woman in her hair right, right. You know? 
Because yeah. her mom is not even dealing with her. Exactly. In the like her mom lives in LA. Yeah. So they only see each other in the wow. holidays. Mm-hmm. Yep. And her mom is not the one who's, who's like, like showing up at her door at 5 a.m. pressing her hair. hair. Like their relationship is completely, completely different. different. So it sounds like what you're saying is the writer said we need a villain. But yes. Boy. Yes. That's what happened. Right. Wow. Right. Mm-hmm. So you easy. know. And when she goes to work bald in the book, they're like, they they're like, are you okay? Is everything all right? Mm. Whereas in the movie, I don't even think they do. They the, say he, the boss acknowledges it. He's like, when I said take a few, di- when I said take some time off and get your and clear your head or get your mind right, this is not what I meant. Mm-hmm. So that was the illusion to like her hair. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, nobody else nobody mentions that. Nobody mentions. Everybody anything. turns their head. Like all the men who were looking at her when she came with her long hair, they kind of give her this same kind of oh. Yeah, kind of look like oh, how confident a queen. <laughs> yeah, like that. Give her they that do look. kind of address that in a book where when she cuts her hair, how men don't look at her in that way anymore. Yeah, Pay she doesn't get sexually harassed. Way. She doesn't get sexually harassed as much. Street harassed, all that. They do kind of touch and touch mm-hmm. that a little bit right. in the book. Mm-hmm. But I don't like the idea of because I've never been bald or anything. I guess I want to ask you because you've been bald before. Like did both you? of us have. Ola has also. Yeah. Right? Okay. Like what was that like when you were bald? Like did you? feel undesired did you feel less feminine like what like these Um, things that it seems that they were expressing there although she shaved her hair Mm -hmm. through trauma and i'm sure that was different right for Mm -hmm. you guys like it was a conscious decision to like do it like what is that like i don't know i felt really good Mm -hmm. you know i feel like having a bald head is something that every black woman should experience Mm -hmm. just because it's like really liberating Mm -hmm. and you get to experience your beauty and your face Mm -hmm. in a whole different way yeah um because being bald just like there's no distraction from like your forehead your eye your eyes your cheekbones like Mm -hmm. everything is more pronounced Mm -hmm. and when i first shaved my head it was actually black man that shaved it uh-huh. so it's kind of like that part of why that scene bothered me so much with um will mm-hmm. is because i didn't shave my head because i was like traumatized but seeing myself bald was like very shocking and jarring for me right. mm-hmm. and i remember the the barber who shaved me was like you look beautiful like he didn't touch me mm-hmm. he wasn't creepy or gross Mm -hmm. but the way he said it just Mm -hmm. like did make me feel better yeah but it wasn't in a sexual way it was just like he was just admiring like he was like wow like you because you it was in a i'm assuming it was beauty admiring beauty rather than like desiring you yeah rather than desiring you and also not chastising you for not feeling yeah, I was just like confused, like because yeah. I'd never seen myself like that before, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Whoa!" Like, mm-hmm. look at me. But I loved it. I was bald for years, mm-hmm. and it was really easy to maintain, and it was just so easy to just like leave the house, yeah. save money, save time. Yeah. And then I got to the point where I was like getting different designs mm-hmm. kind of shaved into mm-hmm. my head, yeah. so it was like my head was like a canvas yeah. for like art and everything, mm-hmm. but. I definitely know that the type of man who found me attractive changed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this was years ago. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think things are different now in 2018. Right. Mm-hmm. Like certain men find that more attractive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They find it more sexy. And then certain men are just like not even interested. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was like a shift. And I feel like they're, I don't know, I attracted like men who were, I guess, less 
superficial mm-hmm. in a way, but also men who were kind of like on that like hotep, like Mama Africa shit. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like a mixed bag. Oh, mm-hmm. you know? mm-hmm. And I also attracted a lot more women too. Right. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Which was right. cool. Mm-hmm. Damn. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I did it, I also was bald for a super long time. Mm-hmm. I did it after my freshman year of college. So mm-hmm. I, w- I will say that it was associated with a certain level of trauma because okay. that first year of college was a traumatic experience to uh-huh. me. And I felt like I needed to like shed something. I needed like to be like reborn and some shit. Okay, gotcha. So that's what that was about. But it was very thought out. I talked to my homegirls mm-hmm. like, oh, what you think? That's what I'm thinking about. Da-da-da-da. And I started, I didn't go immediately bald. I started with like a short, black like a shortcut and i dyed it black or whatever mm-hmm. and like played with that for a summer and then when i went to school when i went back to school for sophomore year i couldn't i couldn't keep it up like yeah. so i and that's how i ended up eventually it got shorter and shorter and then i ended up with a ball cut for like a few years in college so for like sophomore and junior year i was bald and then i came back senior year I had grown some hair, hair enough to get braids. Uh-huh. And then I cut it off again shortly after. And then I was like bald for years and mm-hmm. years and years. But was associated with trauma, but it wasn't like... It sounded like a process, though. It was Not a like... process, right. It was a process. And I also loved it. And I think that to what you were saying, there's this theme in the movie that like because she has no hair, she's no longer vain. Yeah. She doesn't look at herself in the mirror and she just, you know Yeah, which is bullshit. Which is bullshit, yo. Mm-hmm. When I when I and there are women with and people in general with all different type of styles that they feel their best when this, whatever it is, yeah. right? I felt fresh when I got a fresh cut. I'm like, okay, I'm cute. After yeah. a while, you know, some time has passed. I'm like, oh, I gotta get a cut. I don't I'm not liking however this looks right now. I'm yeah. not feeling this or whatever. Like there are different things to be vain about. There are different things to mm-hmm. care about in your appearance. Right. Like, yes. I made sure my eyebrows were always yeah. done. Of yeah. It's like sure it's, I was rocking cute earrings. There you like, go. Yeah. It's just yeah. this assumption that vanity and caring about your appearance means this very one thing, the specific thing. It means length. It means length. Because that's what beauty that's the other thing is that this movie is supposed to be allegedly is supposed to be telling me that beauty is whatever Mm -hmm. right it's long hair short hair you can be beautiful with a short baldy and it seems like the movie itself even in allegedly trying to tell me that message is still telling me that long hair is what beauty is or long hair is what i don't know i don't know because the just the implication that I'm not caring about my appearance with a shortcut is off and weird. And honestly, like when it comes to like, even if you have short relaxed hair or whatever, or like what you said with the designs, that's still something you have to upkeep. That's still something you have to tend to. That doesn't get my hair cut like every three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. That's still something that you have to do Mm -hmm. and upkeep. There's still work there. I also want to imply that you just shave your hair and then you just go on with your life and you never have to touch your head again. You don't look in the mirror. Right. You You don't don't get your edges shaped up yeah come on that was so that was really bothersome to me and i think that it's an assumption about what that life is like because yes like ola said it was a lot less time it was something that it didn't consume my life Mm -hmm. i know what i what i have to do i get up in the morning i wash my scalp or whatever i fucking make sure it's nice and oiled i feel good about it and that's it i'm not thinking about my hair Mm -hmm. right but i'm thinking about my face i'm thinking about you're still thinking about looking good i'm still thinking about looking cute Mm -hmm. and then there's this yeah that whole assumption that like 
you don't this means that you don't care you're a certain type of woman or you don't have insecurities or you don't like whatever is very strange and bizarre mm-hmm. but um but yeah no i loved it also and i walk with my head held high the, the second time i did it the second or the third time that i did it it was because i was having some issues with my hair or mm-hmm. whatever it was like breaking and they were trying to salvage they were like oh we'll just cut the back and i'm like i've been bald before let's i don't like these games right it really was just the very back of my head i was like these feel like games just cut <laughs> yeah. the whole thing off or whatever right and it was just like that for a long time i didn't grow it back until i had surgery and i was like oh well i have time now i'm not at work i'll mm-hmm. grow it back if i don't grow it now i will never grow it back yeah. because it's work having mm-hmm. hair but yeah i don't know i loved it i do agree i think every black woman if you can if you can manage it or if you feel like you can get to a place emotionally to mm-hmm. like do that shit should should do it it really does it just gives you a whole new perspective i think yeah. on the world and like yourself mm-hmm. you know so i fucking loved it mm-hmm. okay so she takes a few fucking days off and she goes to the mall and there she finds zoe who is what a coincidence. Being dark what skin and nappy. Yes. Being dark skin and nappy. <laughs> and, I hated um, this part too. I, yeah. And mm-hmm. of course. I'm like, you, why you got to make the baby a thief? A thief. Right. So she's at the mall stealing. Violet sees, catches her at the mall stealing And at this point, we think that she switched the conditioner to perm. Yeah. yeah. Like, why so are you ventilizing She's a, this, a little menace. Little she's a little nappy-headed menace. <sighs> uh-huh. So that's what's going on. So she's in there stealing. Violet approaches her like she said, "You better put that shit back unless you want to go to jail." These all these things are tagged, da 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 da, and so she puts the stuff back, or so we think. Mm-hmm. And then when they walk out, the bell rings, and apparently the little girl had put something. She probably has something else. Violet. Well, I, I think, think she put it the dress in Violet's, Violet's bag. bag. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or something in her. Something bag. like that, right? And so we see the father comes to pick them up from the mall mm-hmm. and is yelling at the daughter and she's like, uh-uh, don't yell at her. That's another thing I don't like is that, because he's a single parent, mm-hmm. so it's always like when you're a single parent, like, oh, it's all of this stuff that right. I can't, right. like, like, your kids are out of control. Yeah. Uh, As uh, if they're doing like, things like, that... Like, he's a mess. <laughs> yeah, like, because uh, right. I'm a single dad and right. I can't handle right. this parenting exactly. thing. Like, right. what the fuck? And you have no community. You're just out there by yourself. <laughs> right. No, yeah. so even though you work in a shop, you full work in a hair salon, women. full of women, but yet you have no one to support you in raising this little girl. Yeah, nobody, and no one has really? cared to offer you any help at and all. And she's just out here by herself, running the streets, running the streets, right, like a vagabond. Yeah, so that was strange. Yeah. So, <laughs> the strange list is just gets longer and longer. <laughs> so strange things. That should have been the name of the movie. This is strange. This is strange. <laughs> this is strange. So they leave. He kind of he kind of curses what's her name out a little bit. Curses Violet out. Tells her don't tell me what to do with my daughter. Whatever. He leaves, and then Violet turns around and sees this ambiguously black woman and her dark-skinned boyfriend mm-hmm. like canoodling and frolicking towards mm. the mall and laughing. The woman is blonde. She has like this big curly blonde hair and then the next scene, Violet has dyed her hair blonde. Blonde. Right. So. Because that's what gets you a man. Right. Which I thought we were all supposed to know this was like her new blonde wig but apparently she's dyed her hair blonde mm-hmm. and her friends. Wait, but, the, but it's a weave. No. no, I think she there's a she I think she took the weave off and then got her hair cut and blonde and all yeah. that shit. Cause remember her hair so fell that, out. So, so that blonde wig is supposed 
was supposed to be her hair. Yeah, yeah. I remember she was wet and shaved it. And yeah. Oh, strange, right? Mm-hmm. That is strange because I thought that she went from weave. Well, I thought she went from hair falling out to weave mm-hmm. to blonde to bald. She did, but the blonde. Because then when she cuts it off, it's that it's a blonde. Like afro, it's yeah. like we're supposed to because she ends up in the rain. We're her supposed hair to think that, that weave was her. Yeah. Hair. So we're supposed to think her hair survived that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I think so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't catch that. Because <laughs> totally it's not that. what's supposed to be caught. Because okay. that's not. Because you know how they broke it down into like sections. Right. So it's like we're supposed to be going on this hair yeah, journey for her. her. This journey to baldness. Yep. Yeah. Okay, yeah. got it. Yeah, it was weird. So she gets the new blonde hair, and okay, her black homegirl with the natural is sitting there, and her white Jewish homegirl with the straight hair is sitting there. Right. And they're both kind of reflecting on her hair, and she's like, oh, well, let's fuck you hair. And they're mm. like, okay, it's okay. What I'm trying to understand, though, is like, again, hair stuff, you talk to your homegirls. We right. all have, there's all kinds of YouTube tutorials. Yep. There's all kind of stuff. And it's like, she's going through this hair stuff by herself. And it's just weird that even her homegirls, it just feels like there's no sisterhood in this experience. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Her home, her black girl friend is sitting there. It seems like they're not sharing stories. And why is the white woman even talking? You know, right. it just seems weird. I don't ask right. my white friends the half white friend that I have I don't ask them <laughs> about if, your hair about my hair mm-hmm. I don't no I don't neither. and they also know not to comment yeah really too much on it you know right. what I'm saying like it's just it's weird and when I said half white I didn't mean biracial I meant the half per- the person the half that half one white person that like <laughs> I have as a friend the, the 0.5 white people oh, okay. in was... my life is what I meant oh, gosh. so yeah so that was really odd to me yeah Right, they just, she just one day decided to, because she saw this woman getting canoodled by her man, she's like, I'm gonna, gonna go to the salon and be blonde. be blonde. And her friends are like, oh, mm. really? That's okay. not what we do. That's not what we do. Yeah. So that was bizarre. Then she wants to go to the club. They go to the club with her new blonde hair. She changes into a and her fuck little me outfit. 80s outfit. <laughs> yeah, that outfit, I was like, that's... What year is this? We'll never know. So we still okay. So it we're watching as viewers. <laughs> we still don't know what year this is. Yes. I'm thinking, okay, maybe this is supposed to be in the early 2000s. Who knows? I don't know, right? But so, the music is all current, right? The music is current, right? I feel like her outfit looks like she was in a 90s R&B video. Mm-hmm. I'm confused. I don't understand. Yeah. It's very weird. So she yeah. gets to the club. They get there. She's in her new hair and she's in this outfit, and then she falls. And trips and falls on her face. face in the middle of the club. I'm trying to understand the relevance Why? of that. Yeah. Right. Except to make the fact that she's so like perfect and feeling insecure now that it's she trips it's funny she can't get herself together. She can't together. keep herself together because mm-hmm. she's such a mess. Right. That felt hateful to mm-hmm. me. It was hateful. Mm-hmm. It was hateful. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It felt black woman hateful and like let's just women are so silly and stupid kind of thing yeah i don't know and well, like just this one thing has just like thrown her whole, whole life because she was falling apart at work too when she did her presentation mm-hmm. she fell down and she knocked the boards down right. it's like yeah. just, a, just the day before she yeah. was all slick and mm-hmm. beautiful and perfect with her presentation mm-hmm. so this one tiny little thing has just like 
messed up like domino effect right. yeah so she meets this white man this white man helps her up and he's like hey you know if you stay with me i promise I'll, he's like i know you want to leave right now but if you hang out with me i'll promise i'll make you laugh and you'll forget all about it goodbye right and, and her, 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 her homegirls leave her it's like keep her as long as you need and now, and bounce once again in who what are world, these friends who are these they're not friends None of us would They're leave. frenemies. Yes. None That's what of they us are. would leave any of us with a strange guy we just met. We let would alone, never do that. Unless- let alone a white man at the club. Absolutely no. not. Generally, in my experience, when I'm out and about and white men try to talk to us, we usually think creep first. Exactly. I usually think creep first. Yeah. What the fuck? You are right in thinking creep yeah, first. Yeah, we always think creep first. Mm-hmm. I would never just leave my friends with some random white man. No, no, no. Not- you would have to tell me go 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 i'm good yeah exactly you have to like shush shoo me away Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying there's no way i go to the club so they wanted her to be to stay with him Mm -mm. like they shoot her away basically you can have a weird yeah yeah it was like an episode of what's that show sex in the city it was like an episode of that yeah you know like Mm -hmm. in the 90s well they be leaving each other yeah white women do that (laughs) i i know white women. no i've I've seen many of of white when i just see random white women drunk all the time mm-hmm. on the subway and i'm like hey um yeah. do you know where you're getting off yeah <laughs> that is true yeah do you i know where assume that they went out by themselves but they probably went out <laughs> with friends left. and got left they get yeah. left, they get left. i told i said in my circle but this was years ago when i had to like the night after i did i wasn't there and one white girl left the other one i'm like you can't you, you don't do that when you go out y'all yeah. went out together once again another unwritten okay. rule between yes. black women mm-hmm. yes you don't you leave do your friends do that yeah. shit absolutely not we come together we leave we together yeah. right mm-hmm. so she ends up leaving drunk with this white man at and his goes, house, to his house. goes to his house mm-hmm. She puts honey on him, and it ends up they have this awkward sex moment. So this is all supposed to be light and funny. This I is guess. her trying to be like risque and it's do cringy, things. right? Cringy. Like, yeah, she Lucy, up, let down her hair. I guess is what's oh, happening right. right here. Yeah. She ends up giving him a mild concussion. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying still, to be freaky. He yeah. still he still wanted to have sex through it. Of course he of did because he he's a man. Yeah. Right, right. She ends up leaving. And this is the moment when we realize this may be present day because she's in the middle of who knows where. Yeah. At his house. And this car pulls up that looks mad current. And it had to be an Uber. Yeah. I thought the car was going to pull up and look like a taxi cab. Yes. No, like to it tell like me, oh, this is right. This is the zero zeros. No, this is like present day. Yeah. Pop, maybe five years ago. But that's yeah. it. Yeah. We didn't see her order it. We didn't see her order mm-hmm. it. But his because, house is up in the hills. Right. And there, there were no neighbors. Mm-hmm. It was late at it was, night. It was yeah. weird. So, we don't you know, know he didn't say, let me call you a car. Yeah, mm-hmm. none of that. Mm-mm. But yeah. a car shows up. Right. So a car shows up that would have showed up like during or after the Obama era. And yet this whole <laughs> film is like there was no black girl magic. No. And the Obamas must have never been in the White House. That's right. how this whole movie operates. Yeah. yeah. So we never really had strange. Michelle. Yeah. So she's in the cab. She has a heart to heart with the cab driver who's shaming her, it seems like, for breaking up with her boyfriend, but whatever. And he's like, she's like, okay, well, take me to the hospital. I'm going to make it right. And she goes and she catches her ex uh, canoodling outside at a picnic table or some Mm -hmm. shit with another doctor, a woman doctor. Yes. Also light skin, hair down her back or weave down her back. Right. So they have a little, she looks a mess and drunk. 
they have an exchange he's mm-hmm. like what are you doing here she's like oh well i see you moved on quickly or some shit like that yeah and then she goes home and she's boxing up all his stuff and she continues to drink and then she sees herself in the mirror her hair has rained out yes mm-hmm. and is now turned into this big blonde afro it actually looked adorable it mm-hmm. looks super cute super yes. cute she could have done a number of things with yeah. that hair like if she had just like washed her face she would have been yeah. good to go mm-hmm. like yeah. you could find yourself another yeah. man real quick yeah. yeah but she picks up the clippers and the razor and she just she cuts all the hair off okay right. so as a woman who does my hair a lot changes my hair a lot why does she have clippers in the house were those his clippers yeah right. that's, that's the impression that i got they were his clippers I'm like, where yeah. did she get these clippers from I'm right on the own. sink it's mad convenient yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I, <laughs> I think those were were his clippers. okay yeah so she cuts all her hair off as she cries and you know feels free but also scared and sad or i wasn't sure what emotions we were supposed to be feeling in this moment because at one point i was like okay she's having a breakdown mm-hmm. okay she's liberating herself and she's feeling really happy about what she's doing okay she's crying like okay she's just drunk yeah. like it wasn't really clear to me yeah. yeah and then when she woke up the next day and started screaming I was like, okay, are we supposed to think she was so drunk that she didn't realize she shaved her head? Yeah. Right. Which it would have been, if that was the case, I feel like that scene, it just wouldn't have gone down like that. That you remember. Exactly. If you do a fully, I'm just drunk Like she stared at herself in the mirror for the whole time. Yeah. But then woke up screaming like a what did I do type of scream. Yeah, I didn't. So that goes into this is strange. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't it know. It does. It does. So she wakes up and she screams. Her mom comes over and sees her and she faints. And she faints. Her dad comes over to help her mom and he affirms her. And, and this says is when we that, find out her dad's a doctor. Right? No. no he no. was an insurance person. Oh. Okay. Yeah, but it was Doctor Vibes, right? I thought she called him because he was no. Okay, she just called yeah. him because she's that's they because she he used to be married to her mom or you know. <laughs> oh, I don't okay, know. I didn't get it either. Yeah, they're not divorced. They don't like each other. Right. Well, he's a male model, which I really like. I like that storyline. It was cute. It was, it cute. was and cute. I do love that actor. It was the black guy Ernie from Hudson. Ghostbusters. Ernie mm-hmm. Hudson. Yeah. He's like seventy two. I know. He's he a does not stud. look his age. He is hot. He's a latter day stud because he, he's on um yes Fra- Frankie and, and yes. Yeah. yeah and but he he's looks hot. he's hot he's hot show. and they're all old and crusty. All of them other old people on that show are old and crusty. Yeah. And he here he is with his fine ass. Looking he hot. is a stud. He is. Yes. I'm like, really yes, is. Ernie. Yeah. So his little storyline was cute and well. But of course, yeah. So, so the mom is a terror who hates her hair and thinks that she is a lesbian. Yes. Right. right? Because oh of the hair Homophobia. Stuff. So there's the homophobia. homophobia. Yeah. yeah. Which and exists in the book. Of course. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then the dad is like, no, you look beautiful. And I think you were headed towards this all along and yada, yada, yada. And how does he know that? Like when he says, I feel like you were headed that towards That sounds this. like something that maybe he would have said in the book. You know what I'm saying? Maybe there was a journey happening in the book that we didn't see happening on this in on screen. No. I think, honestly, mm-hmm. I just think women are evil, men are not. That's what oh, the, that's that's the like in this movie. Mm-hmm. All the men are... The dad is so understanding. Yeah. He's like... How did you know that? I like just think it was to help her... make the mother look more evil. 
Oh wow. That this the the the, the person who's countering her that mm-hmm. is nice and understanding yeah. and gets it right. and all that stuff. Right. That's how I saw it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, like, he wasn't even, like, he was in the movie and obviously present. Yeah. But it wasn't like he was present, present. So, like, right. he wasn't present enough to, like, know she was going through this journey. But exactly. you're going to say she's going through this journey? Right. Huh? Mm. And he didn't say anything like, oh, well, what made you do that? Or what brought this on? Mm. Yeah, you like, were at her birthday party and you left early. have a little bit of a conversation. Like, give us a little bit of her saying... Well, I was really upset. I was really angry and I just mm-hmm. wanted a new start, a fresh start. Like just one or two lines mm-hmm. would have made it yeah, so much better for her character development right. yeah. and for him to just like affirm her, mm-hmm. you know, even though him affirming her doesn't really make sense. But at least like have her have some agency over no, the moment. No, 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 no. You know, what like, is agency? Right. <laughs> like it's her life. It's her story. Mm. You know. Oh, Dad, I was, I was really upset, so I decided to shave my head mm. or something. Something. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. So we cut to her mm. going to work the next day, and I think this is what that Nicki Minaj quote was based on when she talks about Harriet Tubman. Because <laughs> um, what do you think Harriet Tubman was running around in a nice dress, eating her rice when she was supposed to be when she was helping slaves <laughs> to freedom? <laughs> to because freedom. Violet sure enough showed up to work looking like Harriet Tubman. As if it was no YouTube videos, no black girl magic, oh no God. none of us wrap our hair ever. ever. Nobody can even... tell her what to do. And if or she how is, and it. if she is so obsessed with hair, we know she wraps her hair every night. Mm-hmm. We right. know you do. Like we know she that didn't you even tie that in a wrap. way that she would wrap your hair to go to sleep. No, it was exactly. just like a rag thrown on her. Some head. white, some white PA came up and wrapped that every time it needed <laughs> to be wrapped. It was a hot mess. It and was it horrible. Was, it was a hot mess. Really it didn't go with her outfit. Like we would do things. Of our culture, mm-hmm. okay, because there's a million YouTube videos and she knows that black girls wrap their head if she is a black who woman. Knows? Who knows? We don't know what world. year it is. We don't know if YouTube is invented yet. We have but no black women have been rapping their since the 70s. I agree. So I, that's why I'm saying I don't know where this place is. Yeah. The Where's opposite of Wakanda. Right. <laughs> yeah. So she showed up. It's bizarre Wakanda. Showed up to work looking like Harriet Tubman. And we all here, we all love Harriet Tubman, but yes, she was not a fashion up. plate, sitting in a pretty dress, eating her rice. She was helping slaves. <laughs> yes. To freedom. To freedom. To freedom. So like, slave people to freedom. Exactly. Right. So, you know, she's not who you're supposed to model your head wrap after when you go to work. That's mm-hmm. not what that's for. Mm-hmm. So that was highly upsetting and disturbing. And then we see her in the bathroom crying. Um, and a white woman is trying to use the bathroom. Hey, can you come out? It's only one store. The white women, the white people in this movie were the most nonviolent white yeah. people. In a movie about hair. Yeah. When we have experienced yeah. mad violence. Yeah. And white women were super That's, patient, super yeah. kind. Every, yeah. It was yeah. just so strange yeah. that all of the violence about black hair was committed mm-hmm. amongst black people. Not to say that we are independent of that because we do perpetuate that too. Right. But you have to say who started the fucking shit. There has right. to be a white person who does something yeah. besides a little boy who calls her a chia pet. Like, right. Yeah. He, he grew up to call someone else a chia pet. Right. Like, I'm sure it's he just, did. Fucking, I'm sure he it's, did. It just doesn't make any sense. Right. Like, I've been in bathroom small stalls 
where white women have tried to get in and it did not go down like that. No, it didn't. <laughs> it didn't go down like that at it all. It didn't because they deserve to be wherever they want to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So she wanted to be in that store. Like stall. they bang on the stall. Yeah. Right, right, right. Hurry up. Mm-hmm. There's other people out here. I'm like, yep. I'm trying to pee right now. So, so just give me a break. So Nas in there crying. The white woman starts crying. That was predictable. I mean, right. That was like on, that was on brand. Yeah. The, the white tears flow pretty yeah, easily for them. Of course. The white woman starts crying. I don't understand Sanaa that either comes though. out. What? Why she like? I don't know. Only time that I see um, black and white women cry together in bathrooms is when they're drunk at clubs. Like, right? <laughs> where is where is this? Mm-hmm. Where is the city? That's the only time I feel solidarity <laughs> with the white woman Women? when you're drunk. Yeah. When you're drunk in a club, drunk when I'm in drunk a club, in a club bathroom. Then I might like really care about you, unless like we're actually yeah. friends in real life. Yeah, but, but it's like just like, a stranger thing. That's the only time I feel like. From white women, I don't know some kind of camaraderie. If I'm drunk, right, right. yeah, in a club right. bedroom, mm-hmm. or I, if I we're around another more violent, not camaraderie. I'm just saying that you we're crying, we might cry, and I won't be like, I don't give a fuck. Like a little, mm-hmm. so I might be like, what's wrong with you? Like, right, right. So right. only yeah. time, mm-hmm. other than that. Yeah. Well, she comes out that bathroom. The white woman, Ola's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. It's <laughs> the tears flow so easily. It's yeah. like. I can't really take them seriously. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. But but with this scene, I was like, okay, considering what happened in the next scene, I said, maybe this white woman has cancer. Well, that's what I think that it was. But what I'm trying to understand, so she comes out. So now they're both kind of crying together for a moment. We don't even know. It's never said why the white woman is crying. Mm-mm. Okay. So now comes out the bathroom and she's like, oh, you know, I'm just sad. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have yelled. I'm just upset. I thought I would be married by now and this, that or whatever shit like that. And the white woman is like, you should come to my group. And that's the end of the fucking scene. Right. What group? What the fuck? What group group are you talking about? So let's pretend, right? Let's pretend that any of us would have shared a moment with that white woman after Mm -hmm. we came out the bathroom, right? But let's pretend... Let's pretend that we're the type of black women that would see okay. solidarity. That would cry in a bathroom would, with a white perhaps, woman. Perhaps, right? Okay. And see sober. some level of solidarity there sober, right? Okay. None of us nope. would then go to a mystery meeting to meet this woman anywhere. Right. We don't know what it's about. We're not even going to say, oh, what's the, oh, interesting. What's the meeting? What's your group? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So Sana shows up to this group that she has no idea what it was. It could have been a Klan rally. It could have been Ladies of the Right. It could have been any kind of weird fucking shit. Right. She shows up to this group and it, luckily, it's only a cancer support group meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, oh no, I'm sorry. I misunderstood. You know, she hears the women telling their stories and one of the women is like nah it's cool it is a, a diverse group of women um mm-hmm. they're talking about cancer stuff and she's one of the, the black women is like oh well you need to rock your baldy then like yeah we're, we're you need to about, own it own it that's what you need yeah. to do this is the only black woman character in the whole film that made sense to me mm-hmm. is this woman yeah right, <laughs> right? yeah yeah, yeah. That's yeah, it. That's, yeah, yeah, you know, you're right because uh-huh. I did feel like okay, like I yeah, I liked her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that actress is on another show I really like. Yes, Black I Light enjoy Jane. her. Yes, yes, I and I, I she and keeps I, me I was, on that show for good reason. But, right, yeah, but she's a good actor. But I was really happy to see her, and I was happy that she was like the one who was like, "Come on, girl, like mm-hmm. you look good with that bald, right? You know, mm-hmm. right, right." And that's something that happens a lot in the book too. Is people are constantly telling her like, mm-hmm. "You look beautiful." Mm-hmm with the baldy yeah like rocket 
own it. Mm-hmm. Love it. You yeah. Look good. Mm-hmm. She that character is the only one who says that to her mm-hmm. really in mm-hmm. the film. Mm-hmm. Like her mom doesn't say it. Her friends kind of say it a little bit. But I feel like that scene is where she was like, I'm going yeah. right. mm-hmm. to do yeah. this. That's the moment. You it's know? the only one that she's that's given. That's the only bad bitch moment she was right. allowed. Right. Right. As Besides in the beginning when she was doing her strike. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it felt semi-realistic to me because I think that happens a lot with us as women. It's mm-hmm. like another black woman will kind of like affirm us. Right. And it'll put a pep in our step. Yeah. At least for me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I was like, that's real. Mm-hmm. Like for a complete stranger to be like. You looking good. Mm-hmm. It kind of like yeah, you know, mm-hmm. shifts yeah. things yeah. in your body a little bit. I agree. That's true. So she does then decide to own it. She goes to work. She struts. Men look at her. But it's like with this different type of look, I guess we're supposed to read <laughs> like, oh, a queen. Money, 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 money. <laughs> money. <laughs> do you know what this year is? Um, What's this year? Oh, well, it's 2018. But do you know what 2018 is all about? what every year is all about yeah but like giving black women your money yes give black women your money hashtag pay black women yo okay okay so So. how do they give black women their money well they can start by giving us their money oh yes yes we do this dope ass women is race nerd podcast every motherfucking week every week sometimes twice um, a week yeah yo (laughs) and we could use your loving motherfucking donations Um, we definitely can absolutely so how can you do that you can go to our website tvwithqueenandj.com hit that donate tab Mm -hmm. and we have two options there two two you become a patron or you can just donate through PayPal. Yep. You choose. We mm-hmm. give you a choice That's right. on how you give us money. That's right. If you want to donate via Patreon, we're asking all of our listeners to break us off $2 a month. That's $24 a year. And if everybody who listens does that shit, we will have everything that we need to do everything we want to do for this podcast. Everything. And if you love us so much that you want to break us off a one-time donation, a multiple-time donation, or if you don't like the, the once-a-month kind of system, you can go to our PayPal and give us any amount of money we will take that shit we will love that shit we will appreciate that we shit will use that shit that's right so once again tea with queen and j.com hit the donate tab and choose your donation method of choice oh my god we're gonna get money again <laughs> all the time yes so she gets home and she has an apology note from the little girl who apologizes for stealing which is weird. Handwritten. Which is weird why is it weird why do you know her address yeah yeah Mm-hmm. Why do you have her address and like? I'm guessing her dad made her write the letter, but Probably. still, yeah, it's weird. I uh, think she. I assume that they got it from her best friend who goes to that salon. Why perhaps, are you giving away her address? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, she left her in the club with the white man, so of course yeah. she probably gave out her address, her yeah, phone number, exactly, her license plate number. And that's what another no thing sense. that makes me business. not understand what time it is, because I feel like you could probably just find her on Facebook, maybe, and send her right. Note, like right. to send a letter. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know either. I feel like they definitely could have used social media they as didn't like use a story that. trope. Yeah, they didn't. Use you know, that at all. like when she got her blonde hair taking a picture for the gram yeah when she got her weave mm-hmm. 
you know, and then when she got her ball cut and she was really feeling herself, yeah. taking a picture, like there's no those social little media. Nuances, they don't like, even you, text in this. You'd have to acknowledge YouTube. You'd have to acknowledge the Obama presidency. <laughs> you'd have to acknowledge Black Girl Magic. Yeah, is a thing. It's a whole team of us, and we're a part of that here on this podcast. It's Black women around the country who don't have a community of Black women in in physical presence, but they have it online. You right. know what I'm saying? But you don't know these things when you're a white man. I guess. writing this movie i guess or not why a black would you woman know directing it yeah like oh uh, yeah or not a black weird. woman directed let's it. also say that there are women who enjoyed this movie there are black women who enjoyed this who movie, loved it who loved it who identified with it and i think that yeah i listened to a whole entire podcast earlier this morning of two women who fucking loved it mm. and how loved old were they they honestly they may have also because i think some of they, I could. I was not sure, but they may have been in their late thirties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe that's what I would assume. Late thirties. When did they get married? To mid forties. Were they light skinned I don't know. <laughs> what curl pattern did they have? Right. I need to. I don't know. I need this to is my first details. time. Yeah. But you know yeah. what? This I is my did, first time. I know it was a podcast. Listening. You can't hear these yeah, things. Yeah, but they. What I'm saying is that there are people. It, it this exists for people. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying. And I saw some positive reviews online too. Like. Underneath the comments on the I trailer did see and everything, some, um, people, people. Some people said like, they could relate to the character. Some people really felt the storyline. So interesting. And there you are know? folks who are not tapped into the internet the way. I mean, we are New Yorkers, and so I think that's another element of this. You know, in, in our experience. Yeah, that's what I was. We thinking. are not from Long Island. That when I was, else goes yeah, that's what I was there. thinking when this came out. I was like, oh, that's not for me because I just right. knew that I, I have. Yeah, that's. I just knew that's not my experience. Yeah, um, because I live in new york i have this access to the internet i have this access to community i have this access to like having a black girl circle and all of this shit right um that she just does not seem to have at all right. and i don't know what that's like right right to not right. have those things mm-hmm. in place mm-hmm. right yeah right so that was weird so of course she shows up randomly to the girl's house which is also where will lives but he's not home which was so weird mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, of course, she's... and uh, inappropriate, mm-hmm. and talk about boundaries once again, like mm-hmm. completely crossing a line, mm-hmm. showing up at this girl's house with a dress, yep. and like her dad's not home, oh. and you tell her to put the dress on oh. and model it for yeah. you, mm-hmm. and you do her hair mm-hmm. like that's the that's another thing. Like you're gonna now just, touch no, her, like, now you're gonna touch her, and yeah. like do like. Her- the same yeah. girl that you were completely dragging yep. a yep. few days before. Yep. Now, all of a sudden, y'all mm-hmm. are like... You putting your hands in her head? That's another thing. You can't just do that to somebody's child no. without permission. Yeah, and mm. the, the thing that throws me off, too, is that... So, in the beginning of the film, we see that the the girl is at the shop because maybe this is a single dad and he, you know, whatever. But then for the rest of the movie, she's never with her dad Word. and doing whatever the fuck she wants. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it just didn't make any sense. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Shouldn't she just be in a shop I all the time? I did not like that. Yeah, I did not it. like that. Yeah. That was probably my least favorite part of the movie. Just mm-hmm. as a mom, mm-hmm. like if I showed up at home and my daughter was with this random person, that's that the I thing met, too. Is that there's you know, a lot of like, black hair rules. Like you don't just be braiding that's a kid's hair. Like no, you are no, actor, and as saying. a person who knows how to braid, as a person who has dated men with daughters. Mm-hmm. I'm asking his fa- the father, can mm-hmm. I? Like, yeah. he or he's asking me, can you blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm not just putting my hand right. in some girl's hair. 
Right. I'm not doing that. It's not. And then that might be beef with her mom. Like that's just stuff you don't. You don't do. You don't that. just do mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Make I'm like that what? was weird. Yeah, that was weird. Really yep. weird. So she stays there. The dad comes and she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry for you know just showing up like this." He's like, "No, this is okay. It's like everything okay. is fine." Why is it okay? What? How do you? You was like, just screaming at her. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Why this are you in so, my house? Why know. are you buying my daughter clothes? Like, yeah. Women, women molest children too. Yeah. Like, that's not mm-hmm. exactly. Not yes. okay. Exactly. Not okay. Yeah. Not okay. Um. So then he invites her to stay and eat uh, pineapple chili. Right. <laughs> that um, we never got to see. I was kind of nosy. I wanted to see what that looked like. Oh. Because <laughs> I'm greedy were, like yeah, that. Okay. Yeah. It sounds yummy. It sounds, sounds delicious. Um, so while they're, you know, she stays, they're eating, they're hanging out in the living room on the couch, and it's all cute, and everybody is bonding, and he breaks down, oh, how he makes natural, with all the plants, he makes natural hair care oh, products, God. and then he starts talking about <laughs> This hotep motherfucker. Yes, a hotep ass nigga, he starts so talking hotep. about the dynamics of how black women feel about their hair, the amount of money that black women spend on their hair, mm-hmm. and in this conversation, in this dialogue, all the blame goes on black women. Yes. And how we look at our hair and no acknowledgement of how we got here right yeah no, Why, no knowledge of capitalism no, no knowledge of, of patriarchy no acknowledgement of white supremacy of misogyny and all of that know. stuff or the fact that we were assimilating because we're told that right. our hair it doesn't look professional right. when it's curly mm-hmm. it doesn't look right it's unacceptable it's not okay look, you can't come to work like this all i know is that i'm not gonna have no motherfucker standing across to me with an ass curl telling me about my hair and my love for hair right. and all of that it shit like, like that was it because he like we know his hair that man who plays what's this guy's what's the character's name will the guy who plays will was also in she's gotta have it exactly he had naps yeah. now all of a sudden he has an S-cup. he's a 4c yeah. <laughs> he's a hard he's a 4c, 4C. Yeah. so this is different hair mm-hmm. which is intentional probably because right. i guess he's a hairdresser so his hair should be done in quotations mm-hmm. you're not gonna sit across from me with your s curl and tell me about the love for my hair and all of right. this shit yeah right how yeah. do you not see the problem in that? So right. that was that was disturbing because that's like right. the that's like the pivotal conversation about the dynamics of black hair in the movie, and there's right. no acknowledgement of the fact that we have been assimilating because we had to assimilate yeah. because you can't certain jobs you couldn't you even lie. have with exactly. the natural like that's exactly like the job that Eve she has even yeah. like could she have gone to work with an afro mm-hmm. like let them have a conversation about the fact that part of the reason why she was wearing the long weave mm-hmm. and going to work is because that's what's considered professional. Right. Mm-hmm. You right. know? No, right. it's all she black. couldn't go to work with braids or her hair natural mm-hmm. because maybe she wouldn't be an account manager or maybe yeah. they wouldn't let her do presentations for clients. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. Everything is black woman's fault in this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everything. Yep. Not a fan. Not mm-hmm. a fan. I didn't like his character at all. I was like, why and is I was he mad here? Why is he here thing, and why is he the authority on black women's black, hair? Why is right. this man the authority right. on black, black women's, women's hair? hair. Right. Exactly. Why does this man have the keys for black women's hair? And right. then it was like, I didn't finish the, the book. All the potions. Yeah. He's not in the book. He's, mm-hmm. So I, I don't get why he was wrote. And then also he's like, I'm thinking of the colorism dynamic. So he could have been the chocolate plant. Mm-hmm. it was a chocolate that like he was described mm-hmm. in that way mm-hmm. but then also like kind of like the working class or the person who works with their hands or right. whatever or the 
less bougie, non-polished person is now this dark-skinned man. He is the darkest-skinned um, character mm-hmm. in the movie. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. he is. But mm-hmm. he gets to be, like, the riffraff for, you know, like, right. whatever the thing right. we look down on. Like, these are things that I think... Yeah, there's your, a lot of colorism Yeah, there's a lot of colorism in the, in the movie. He's, like, him and his daughter are probably the only dark people. Mm-hmm. They are. And they're, like, the throwaway riffraff. You yeah. know, like, besides the unruly... Dad. Yeah, mm-hmm. besides her dad. Her dad is dark-skinned. Um... Yeah, it's um, these are things that are of course overlooked because the writer is white and the director is Saudi. Mm-hmm. Um, these kind of things do happen when directors are black, so yes. I do want to say that also. But like, I think that when this woman wrote this book, she had a Clint be dark skinned for a reason. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and to like just take that out and erase that when you did have a dark skinned actor who could have just been Clint, even though mm-hmm. he was older, so maybe the age wouldn't have worked. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Right, but like there's other dark skinned actors. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole popping. long list of character mm-hmm. actors who could have played who this role. Did this. You know, like Clint in the book is. Not only is he dark, but he's, like, abused as a child. child and he's got, like, a lot of fear around relationships. And marriage. Like, there's a reason. You know, like, there's a reason why he didn't propose. Yeah. And you get to learn that in mm-hmm. the book. book. Really early in the book, too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Why doesn't he propose in the book? Because he was, he just sees marriage as that, a trap. As a trap and as something oh. that shifts the trajectory of a relationship. So his older brothers who took care of him mm-hmm. and his older brother got married to this woman who, when they were dating, made it seem like life was going to be good. Right. Mm-hmm. Married the woman. And as soon as his older brother married that woman, she was just like really abusive to the kid. She became like a bitch mm-hmm. and a shrewd. And the f- brother who was working all the time, they, the marriage didn't last long, but that just kind of shift his right. idea of how seeing a woman change in that way. Mm-hmm. So he he sees marriage as a shift, like the woman's just gonna like flip and change because right. his abuse is you know that's what he experienced in abuse right. and so as a child. Yeah. So this you're saying this could have been maybe a good movie. Yeah. Okay. It could have been if they had... if they read the book. Right. right. <laughs> I'm really I'm not a huge fan of the book either, but I right. feel like it could have been an interesting movie if mm-hmm. they kind of align more with what she wrote in that book right true right included true. maybe things of the now like black girl ma- magic <laughs> a post yeah. obama like white house like you know what i'm saying like there are sh- there are shifts that happened that's the thing i actually too. thought the movie was like a flashback and we i were thought gonna, it was gonna be by too, the end but we then that uber like showed up present day yeah you that's know. the thing too with these that's why I, we don't know what year it is because i feel like these bougie blacks her mom you would she would talk about Obama. She would talk about Michelle. Right. There would be a picture in the house. Mm-hmm. So it's, of course, pre-Obama. But we wouldn't know. It's just, they just need to get it together in this yeah, movie. Yeah, it was very strange. Mm-hmm. It was very strange. So they end up dating Violet and Will. Will. They start dating. There's a whole dating month. They have their first date. Then there's a whole dating montage. They're dating, dating, dating. She brings him to her mom's 4th of July party. Of course, the house is decked out with flags. Red, white, and blue everywhere. Which is something that uh, never takes place at any of my 4th of July celebrations. I've never been to a black person. I've never celebrated. I've been to a a black person's house for 4th Mm -hmm. of July cookout. But they don't have red, white, and blue flag shit all over the damn house like that. That Mm -hmm. doesn't make sense. Yeah, like She had a centerpiece, like, she mentioned having some type of centerpiece. Like, right. I was like, come on now. Yeah. No. So that was super strange. 
Um, her mom is wild rude to Will, which I also found like intense. I guess people yeah. do that, but my family doesn't do that. So yeah, that mine don't mom is, her mom is abusive. Right. And definitely, mean. Definitely. So her mom tries to introduce violet to another guy Mm -hmm. there she's trying to hook her up with this other guy who i don't know if he's a lawyer i think he was right he works for the senate he said right 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 he um i think he was a lawyer but now he does senate stuff some hoity-toity guy there and when she introduces in a bow tie i just want to say he had on a bow tie in a bow tie and probably had a fraternity pin on or something (laughs) (laughs) she introduces will and says that he owns a salon. I think she well, calls it. She said it. he owns his own business. Right, right, right. And then the mom is like, "Oh, is this the guy who owns the beauty shop? Something like that." Yeah, something. And then she's like, "Oh, it's a salon." So it's like she's trying to play down. She's trying to play up what he does mm-hmm. and kind of use language that makes him sound more refined. Yes, right. And he picks up on that. He's like, "Well, I think I'm gonna just go because it was like getting real rude and yeah. weird." Mm-hmm. He leaves and then he kind of breaks up with her. He's like, "What's that? What's Were you, that? you ashamed of me? me? Get this, your that. shit together." Which, if I were her, because yeah, she does need to get her shit together. But get your shit together. Like yeah. your daughter's stealing. Your daughter, like yeah, like, your daughter's doing like get your you like, know, your you, shit is not all wrapped up yeah. together either. Yeah, like you got some nerve trying to tell me yeah, to get my shit together. together. Yeah. Meanwhile, like where's your daughter right now? <laughs> yeah. Do you know where she is? Yeah. Like, so that was weird. Um. So they break up. We cut to her back at work. Uh, she ends up quitting her job because they didn't accept the campaign that she wanted. And they keep kind of putting her in a box. They want her to stick with beauty, beauty campaigns. She's trying to branch out. She gives this great presentation. They end up choosing like the same old white guy shit. And so she's over it. She quits. And she goes home and she's finally, she's dancing. She's free. She's she got her low. little short hair. She mm-hmm. drops it low. And fucking Clint is in her house. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, after months of not being together, yeah. months of not being there, he's just there in her house watching her dance like a Which fucking is creepy. creep. Creepy. Creepy as fuck yeah. and not cool, not okay. Yeah. He, I guess, still had a key. And then he's like, oh, how come I? He startles her, scares her to death. Mm-hmm. And he says he's there to get the remains of his stuff and asks how come he never saw her dance like that when they were together. And then he apologizes for everything that happened and says he didn't mean to make her feel like she wasn't perfect. He, the dog had peed on his shirt, so she lets him take a shower. Which, how did the dog pee on his shirt? He probably Maybe lifted she picked up. Him, he picked, picked it the up. dog up and, you know, it's a tiny dog. Something ridiculous. It was, that, it was weird. That was a weird spot for a pee stain. It was very strange. It was. <laughs> and so he goes to take a shower and because he's hot and Ricky Whittle and we need to see a shower sex scene, she goes she in the shower. But, but it was also symbolic of, right. I've let my hair down. I've let my hair down. Yeah. I've changed. I don't mind getting my short, my little short afro wet. It's all good now. Right. I can do whatever you want in the shower now. I'm here. I'm accessible. Go bust it open in the mm-hmm. shower. Whatever you want. Mm-hmm. So they do that. And then the next morning, he proposes, proposes. to her with an onion with ring. With an onion ring. Um, <laughs> and so she accepts. So now they're engaged. Oh, gosh. She because en- she busted open in the shower. Yeah. I mean, 
that I, that it came down to her that, being that able to do what him. he wanted. Yeah, because you could back that ass up, right, uh-huh. and bust it open in the shower. So what's the lesson there? You huh? still don't know her. All that stuff you said, mm-hmm. and yeah, everything you said before it still stands. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, he don't need to know her. He just needs he to know just, she could bust it open in the shower, sex in the shower when she wants, when yeah. he wants it. So oh, there's God. that. Imagine if she pussy mm-hmm. popped on her right. on a headstand and uh-huh. <laughs> so so we cut to the engagement party she has invited the little girl zoe to the engagement party because she has remained in this little girl's life after dumping her after dad. dumping her dad and yeah. why are you still contacting this child and right. we don't know and there's, taking her to and taking her places. places there's no understanding of why or how they remained friends and why or how this is okay right right so right. restraint because what we and we, why do you need her there and right well, and, i read one description that refers to her as the girl's mentor and I'm like, I didn't really feel that that was established, Mm-mm. you know, but it says like, I, like I, was assume, I assumed it only because they kept showing her when they were doing a montage of them dating, they kept showing her like having these hair braiding scenes with her, which makes no sense because this girl is always in her dad's salon. Mm-hmm. I feel like that bomb. Why wouldn't a real hairstylist braid her hair? Right. I don't know. I don't, I don't even know how she learned how to braid hair if she never was allowed to have braids as a child. I thought about that too, right. but also... Even in the hair braiding, right? It was like the implication was like your natural hair is not good enough as yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. You Let know me what I'm do saying? your Let hair. Let me fix your the hair. Your hair is not done. It was really nothing wrong with the little girl's hair. Mm-hmm. That's, that all. was the other thing that was upsetting. Yeah. It wasn't like it was matted. It looked like it, it was, was fucking cute. washed. It wasn't dirty. And yeah, it, it looks cute. Of. Yeah, it was cute. Yeah, so. That was strange. But mm-hmm. anyway, she invites her little homegirl, Zoe, to the engagement party. Wearing the dress. That's her friend. The dress that she purchased for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is, I guess, is her only dress. Yep. And before <laughs> the engagement party, her man, now, because she's back with Clint, asked her if she could do something with her hair, which is code for, like, something is wrong with your hair. Yeah. Like, exactly. something wasn't already yeah, done. Because he was meeting his parents. Right, right, right. Yeah. Meeting his parents, and she wanted he wanted it perfect. He's like, everything has to be perfect tonight if you could, like, straighten it or whatever. So she agrees, and then we see her sadly sitting as her mom flat irons her, her hair, hair, which was sad. Which was, like, which was sad for her, but her mom was happy. Her mom was Does burning her happy? fingers, her grabbing mom, on them. She didn't look happy, but I know she didn't want this right, for her, right, her right, daughter. Right, so it was, right. like, of course I'll do this. Yeah. Right. So they show up to the engagement party. She meets his parents and they're scowling at her. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking again, I'm thinking to myself, these are not the Obamas. They're not the Kennedys. What They're not royalty. What is so intense about his parents that they have that? Why are they looking at her like they hate her? Because he has a British accent. And is that what this that's is? What we, what yeah. is this? we romanticize. I don't think that's a British accent. I think it's uh, some other shit. It wasn't USA. It wasn't here. It was not an American accent. I read it as a British accent. I thought too. I read it as a British accent. Mm-hmm. And he must be elite. Right. And whatever. Because that's mm-hmm. what's associated with a British accent. Yeah, it's exactly. Some type of upper crusty, you know. Yeah. So they're looking yeah, down like on her. English breakfast looks like shit. I just want to put, I just want to say that. Okay. Because you're, you're not, not bougie. How do you eat eggs and beans and, and tomatoes in the same fucking thing? That's funny. I have I have some flashbacks from a person I dated. Okay. <laughs> Who thought he was popping. Okay. This is breakfast, motherfucker? Uh-huh. Well, according to IMDb, Looks gross. They, he's British, but his accent, it didn't sound British. It, sound it sounded British to weird me. to me. It sounded British to me. Yeah. Okay. 
All right. Yeah, so I didn't understand that dynamic with that dynamic with the parents. Like mm-hmm. if I meet my man's parents and they both both of them standing there scowling at me and all I said was nice to meet you, can I get you something to drink? That's not what we're doing. We yeah. are not why am I just now meeting your parents at an engagement party? That's we are also not supposed weird. to be getting married. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, I've known you for two years. Yes. And, and this is enough. We're not we shouldn't be getting married. No. Nah. You're in danger, girl. Why yeah. are you doing this? So that was super strange. And there was no reason for them to not like her. Nothing. Yeah, they didn't know anything about her. Nothing about her except that she's standing there with shorter hair. Right. Which has been straightened. So which why are you scowling at her? At but which actually Asian looks like party. a wig and not well, her straight hair. Yeah, because that like was not... Was I like, understand shrinkage, but there's no way that her hair stretched to what it stretched right, to. Yeah. Right. No. Impossible. <laughs> it was weird. She had layers. Right. <laughs> right. It was all like... Yeah. Shaped good. and sculpted yeah. and textured. I was like, Mm-mm. "Is that Zoe supposed to be new growth?" I don't know what that was. Zoe was there living her best life. She's eating snacks mm-hmm. off the snack table. She's in her blue dress, and of course, Violet's evil mom approaches <laughs> and is like, "What are you doing? Who left the rip rafting?" Right. <laughs> so mean. Which is disturbing. This is a child. Why are you talking That's to the thing this little that girl I don't like understand this? is that every, all these adults are so mean to this child. Right. This is a child. Yeah. Mm-hmm colorism yeah mm-hmm. yeah anti-blackness yep. Mm-hmm. yep and so violet shows up to defend zoe and it's like you know kind of like don't talk to her like that zoe is is pretty good with the mouth back at the mother she mm-hmm. says a few little cute quips but of course she is she's a dark-skinned nappy-headed bitch right. right of course she's gonna be sassy. of course she's, she's gonna be the savior she's the savior of the you know? movie yeah. who teaches everybody she's gonna how to be a strong black and woman talk back yeah and she's the strong things. black woman of the movie Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what this is. Who saves She's everybody? A magical Negro. Yes. Yeah, you said it. She is. That's you what happens it. when you're raised by a hope tap who kind of is attentive because he's not really with her. Half ass attentive. Half ass attentive. <laughs> yeah. Creepy, they they would have found hotep. a way to put a magical Negro in there anyway. <laughs> so that happens. Zoe walks off and Violet finds herself upstairs taking a moment to herself. She takes off her shoes and she just stays there until it gets dark. Yeah. But she feels like she's not perfect enough to go outside because now she has to, she's had to take off her shoes. And then her family comes and checks on her and her fiance is there. And she tells the story about when she was 10 and her mom wouldn't let her go into the pool because then when she got her hair wet, her mom acted like she was the problem. And they have this whole come to Jesus. I guess this is the final moment where she's like, you know, why do I always have to be perfect? Kind yeah. of shit? Isn't it sad? That I have to, I'm sitting here because I feel like if I take my shoes off, I'm not going to be perfect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, then she goes and jumps in the water. Right. Yeah. And then her friends jump in the water. Finally, and her I guess they aunties jump in the water. The aunties jump in the pool. Everybody jumps in the pool. I can't remember the last time I was in a pool. Yeah, like, in what? 84 years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, really? So like, nice you, got on a, you got on a formal gown. Your hair is laid. It's a nice tonight where it's like, my hair can get wet. Right. Right. Really? What? So everybody jumps Stop in the, the pool. Madness. It's supposed to be this cleansing moment which it's part of a, me was it a baptism what the fuck i don't know honestly part of I don't me know. Yeah, after like suffering that. through that whole movie part of me was like oh that's nice they jumped in the pool because i would have been suffering the whole time so they jumped in the pool i wished i could have jumped in the pool just to rinse the whole thing off <laughs> me and too. be baptized and saved from be that cleansed. Mess. Oh, be cleansed God. from that be born so everybody jumps in the pool and it's supposed to be this like rebirth her hair gets wet her whole dress everything and 
his parents are sitting there scowling at her and everyone. Look at these niggas. Look at these niggas <laughs> jumping around in the pool like a bunch of baboons. <laughs> and and Ricky is also sitting on the edge of the pool just <sighs> looking at her like she's lost her mind. Should have never gave these niggas money. Right. <laughs> like, it was weird. This whole scowling. Yeah. And this was at the at will at clint's parents house was it their house because it didn't it seem like they were hosting it maybe it was at a a, a hotel space or okay something. okay yeah it seemed I wasn't like they sure had, where they were yeah it seemed like they had come which is a theme there. of this movie no one tells you where you are no one tells you what year no one tells you anything yeah we don't know what we don't yeah. know we, we don't, don't know, know what city we're, we're, what in. City we're in. in yeah you right. know you know so it's clear in that moment we don't know how many, much time is going by because <laughs> no, nothing. she's bald and then all of a sudden she's she got has all a, this a new growth yeah all this hair yeah there's really no bizarre. cuts in between of her like shaping her edges mm-hmm. and she's just like because when you have short hair like we said earlier you're not vain you're not doing upkeep you're not doing mm-hmm. these things which is a lie we right. addressed that earlier but yeah. nope she just wakes up like that mm-hmm it was very weird. It was one scene. This is sorry, I'm going back. But when she had her, her hair was short, but it looked like it was plaited down on her head. Yeah, there was a scene like yeah, that. I was like, I what is this? It was straight. I what was is, like, why is her what new is growth happening? straight? What is? Why is her new growth straight? Her <laughs> hair is growing out straight. That made no sense. What the fuck? So many things. Do you know black women are going to watch this? And we. What are black women? <laughs> I Who mean, cares about black women? I mean, we watched it's like, it, though. You're going to take what you can get, damn yeah. it. This, that, that's yeah. the attitude. This movie, that she's never heard Solange's album. Like, I don't understand. So many cultural things have happened for black women <laughs> that, that could have been in court. And you know what? Honestly, there's these issues about, like, our hair and our beauty. They still exist. So, like, it was a way this could have been done currently. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. many things could have been incorporated to update the story and make it relevant to like our lives. The natural hair journey is called a journey for so many people because it's fucking stressful as hell mm-hmm. because we're told that whiteness is rightness yeah. and that that's how you have to look. And so people go on this journey to get back to their natural hair. Whatever it is, it's a journey. Yeah. However you, whatever your process is. That's a whole thing. It's just so many different ways that and this that could have been addressed. Doesn't, been amazing. And the journey yeah. doesn't... That's what makes it so hurtful right, and offensive yeah, and disappointing. Right. And yeah. this journey seemed to happen in a vacuum for her, like only interacting with black people. Right. And it's like, that is not... No. Right. No. Right. Yeah. No. And then she was in it by herself. Yeah. When yeah. we know as black women, it's a journey, and so we do it together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Whether it be talking about she it. She had a natural hair friend who said That's nothing and helped That's her with nothing. Thing. And That's like, the thing. What? There are how many black women on my floor right now? One. Talking about work? At work. Sorry. Okay. At my job. <laughs> it's like five other black women on my, which is like a plethora, like, you know, in my world or whatever. We have all talked to each other about each other's hair. Always. You know what I'm saying? Always. And like I said, it's a whole entire white woman on my floor who has decided to wear micro braids who I've been ignoring. Wow. Because I'm not going to address it because mm-hmm. that is an act of violence. And so I'm going to just ignore you. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. It's a but, visual assault. Yeah, of course. But the other black women there, we talk about hair all the time. Right. I have extra product. Oh, I have this. I'm not using this. I'm going to give it to you. Or, exactly. Oh, how you do that? Oh, when are you taking them out? Oh, like that. We talk and about And these aren't even things. your friends. They are not 
My and she has a friend. whole right. ass They're friend. They're just co-workers. They're co-workers. We what have never lunch. been to lunch. And the safe thing for us to talk about, if it's if we're not talking about like each other's business, because we don't really know each other that well, is our hair mm-hmm. and why is that white girl wearing micro braids? Those are the things that we talk about. And so to for her to be existing in the world with no community and not even a stranger black girl. Not even one person. Nothing, yeah. No, that's yeah. not how this works. That's not how this works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not in it by yourself when it comes to this natural hair journey. You're not. At least you have your hairstylist. Like in the book, she right. has her hairstylist. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Who she refers to as like a therapist. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, she did. She did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She doesn't even exist. Wow. So they took and they took that and they gave that to a man. Right. Because mm-hmm. the patriarchy is what yeah. tells you that exactly. you're beautiful yeah. and makes you exactly. realize mm-hmm. that you're okay. Yeah. Not other women because you can't have sisterhood in other women. No. There's exactly. no sisterhood. Exactly. Oh. Jesus. And so after she baptizes herself and all her friends in the water, then they go. And Clint doesn't get in the water. Clint doesn't get in. He He's just, just sitting there, there scowling. Angry. Looking upset. So it's Her parents that that's over. get in the water. Oh, right. And we her see father forces her mom to get in the water. Which was and her cool. wig comes off. Yeah. Yeah, that's not The mom's weird. wig comes off. Mm-hmm. And the father says, You've never looked more beautiful. So all this time we're supposed to believe that her father's like this pro natural dude. Yeah. But you've been with this woman for forty something years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How is that like how is that a thing? Mm -hmm. Right. Is this and is this the first time that you're affirming that she looks beautiful here in this pool? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's, it's just weird. weird. And again, it goes back I to that I just hate forcing. that all the affirmation comes from men. Right. And then it goes back to forcing forcing her to be comfortable with yes. this thing. Yeah. Like when it, that, that should be a process. So now for, we're forcing her into the pool. We're forcing the embarrassment, potential embarrassment to her of her wig falling off. Right. And us looking at her corner. We don't know how she's going to yeah, feel Yeah, and we're that. making this process traumatic for right. another black woman. This is the yeah. third time we saw this it's process so be something it's traumatic so and something that a man kind of forces you into. Right. right. Like, what the fuck? I didn't like that. Mm-mm. I would have preferred that she jump into the pool herself. Like, oh, fuck it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That would have been cute. Yeah, but he like physically carried her and because honestly, if everybody jumped in and he jumped in and he was like, "Sweetheart, come in the pool," you know yeah. what I'm saying? And she may have know. thought about it and be like, "All right," and fuck it. and this is another reason why I don't know what year we're in. No one put their cell phone down or anything. <laughs> you don't just jump right. in a pool. That's true. Someone has to put down put their the phone, phone. Something yeah. like that is true. That is true. There were phones in 2012. Yes, I'm just the, this movie. I don't know. It could have been 1993. I don't no, know. It, couldn't have it was been jumping. Well, well, her friend had a cell phone. Only her friend. The her friend with the afro had a cell phone because she used the phone to call the stylist. Okay, mm-hmm. that's the only time we saw a cell phone, though. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm and saying. And she was on the phone in the car. Mm-hmm. And these are not flip phones. Nope. This movie right. is stupid. Yeah, it was a mess. <laughs> so anyway, so now she is. I wanted it to be good. Oh, me too. Now she is. He back. was rooting for you. We were yeah, all rooting, we were all rooting, rooting for, for you. you. She's back in the office, not her old office, but she is ba- in the offices of one of the clients who she had been trying to pitch beauty stuff to before. Yeah. Right. And she is now pitching to that beauty brand, Will's Natural Hair Products. Yes. And they have the whole conversation about black women and hair and how we can have different types of hair and we can have choice and all this shit that they could have explored throughout the whole movie. They right. mentioned it, it not at the all. The tail ass end. And now in the last scene, I'm supposed to believe 
what she's telling me about natural hair and everything she's, she's learned, learned and these products and shit like that. And I didn't see any of this shit along the way right. ever. Yeah. And then a scene, which I think is a throwaway, but I was listening to this other podcast and they loved it so much. Oh, they God. loved the whole movie so much. And then, um, yeah. So Will is like, oh, I feel like I'm, they, they leave, they pitch the thing. They leave. It seems successful. Will is like, I feel like I'm using you because I'm still mad at you. She's like, I'm using you too. And then she walks away. The women whose podcast I listened to, they felt very empowered by that. Mm-hmm. Huh? That's a common thing, right? You've seen this too yeah. in the comments, yeah, right? Yeah, I've seen it multiple times Wait, where I'm, women I are am like... I lost. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> she leaves him standing she, there. She leaves him standing there. So the whole idea is that she like she chose herself. Right. You know, she she had Clint as an option and she had Will as an option and she decided to choose neither and she chose herself. Cause the idea is like Oh, that's what happened. I didn't I didn't see that. That went over my head. I think I was just happy for it to be over. Um That's how it was interpreted, you know? And that's supposed to be the premise. Like the theme of the story, at least for me, is uh-huh. it supposed to be this woman's journey to self-love. Like she had wrapped all this, her worth and what she considered beautiful about uh-huh. herself was wrapped up into in her hair. Yeah. And then she shaves her hair off and doesn't think she's beautiful. And she comes to understand that she's still the beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. yeah. That's what it seemed like. So I didn't it's, finish a self, the book. it's a self-love it seemed story. Like, but that's it's the like thing a, it's like a coming that of age I appreciated story. more, even though I couldn't, that I don't know, I couldn't really get into the book a lot. Mm-hmm. But it seemed that she had way more agency in this book. Oh, she definitely did. Than this fucking movie. Right. She definitely did. Because she broke up with him. She shaved her head. Yeah. She put him out. She, you know, she never felt like being drunk and hooking up with men in clubs and all that other bullshit. Yeah. She was like, just she wasn't off balance by their breakup. Right. That, yeah, that's what I got from the book. She wasn't thrown off by it. Yeah, she was affected by it because that was someone she loved and she wanted to spend the rest of her life with. But she wasn't thrown off balance and didn't know who she was in the world anymore and all of this stuff. Like her her identity identity didn't seem so tied up in that man Mm -hmm. or in marriage in that way. It just seemed that I've been in a relationship with this person for four years. I am of age and I want to have children. I want to be married. So that seemed like the driving force not right. like i have to be married because perfection this is perfection right you're standing here you you seem like me you know like let's right. get married right. as it was oh it was it when i read because i read the book after the movie it made me hate the movie even more mm-hmm. even though i wasn't in love with the book and mm-hmm. mm-hmm. i'm like it's this makes this movie even worse right. because they took all agency away from her mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i didn't enjoy the book or the movie yeah i'm not really a fan of the book either yeah. right and it's mainly because the characters are so unlikable. Because mm-hmm. in the book, she's not a very likable character. Even though she's a lot more developed mm-hmm. and more uh, self-possessed yeah. in the book, uh, she's still kind of like horrible. Mm-hmm. You know, because she kind of places this ultimatum on him. And then she like tries to take him back. But it turns out that he's with a whole nother woman. Oh, and that woman is like has this long hair and she's supposed to be like a model, like 
gorgeous that's the candy teacher. person that's okay. candy i just I, that's what i'm up to like meeting that person yeah mm-hmm. yeah so he ends up marrying candy and inviting her to the wedding it's just also oh, that's what the okay mm-hmm. 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 okay yeah and she has like this weird weird relationship with the guy who owns the beauty company mm-hmm. Where they're kind of like flirting with each other, but he has a wife, and it turns out that Candy is his mistress, and he ends up like sexually assaulting her. Oh. Like, there's a lot of weird shit that happens, happens in, in the, the book. book, like random violence yeah. and like harassment and assault mm-hmm. that adds all these other layers. And yeah. I'm kind of glad they left that part out because mm-hmm. I wanted to see something lighthearted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'm really interested in seeing like a film with a black woman character. That's not trash. That's not tragic. Just a sweet romantic comedy where she has an experience and she learns about herself. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's no trauma involved. Like, yeah. Yeah. I feel you know, you. I'm, I want to see that. And I don't feel like I've seen it yet. Mm-hmm. Do we like anything about this movie? Is there anything? I mean, anything. I think Sanal Nathan is a Virgo. I'm a Virgo. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to put that on the list of things that I don't like. Oh, oh, I like Sanal Nathan. I, I think she's cute. I think, I think she's, she's really cute. cute. She haven't, I haven't seen her in anything that I fell in love with, like, ever. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think I like, she's cute. I think she's a decent actress. Mm-hmm. I love the fashion, the different outfits they put her in, yeah, especially her great. work. Yeah, she did look great. Her work clothes were great. Mm-hmm. I love Ernie Hudson and yes. his little little yes. like male model storyline. Yeah, that was fun. That was cute. You know, I like the little girl that plays Zoe. I just wish that they, they treated her, her better. They treated her that better. They treated her like a little girl. Yeah, yeah. She was an she was an adult girl. Yeah, she was an adult in this movie. She was a fucking adult. How is this ten year old like your BFF? Yeah. yeah, going with you to an engagement party. She's the strong black woman <laughs> who saves the day. She's yeah, the mystical like, Negro, you know. the magical Negro. Yeah, mm-mm. yeah. All of that on that. I liked Ernie Hudson too. Yeah. yeah, I like even if he had like actual better lines. Yeah, I, I just like him in general. <laughs> Me so, too. Even though he had, his lines were whack and stupid. Yes. But yeah. All right. So I like the music. Okay, the music was mm-hmm. good. I don't the even remember the music. Yeah, some of the music was. Didn't good. they end with that a Jamila Woods song? Is that how yeah. it ended? Yeah, yeah, that was really good. Libations to you. Know, you. I don't remember. Um, I like the little animation in the beginning. I do like that. that. I do the, like the, the opening credits. The opening credits and how they you know? went through each section, I guess, of her hair mm-hmm. journey. That was cute to see. Yeah. Right. So we reviewed that shit. Let's stop before we start reaching. <laughs> we reviewed it. Yeah. And um, did we say everything we had to say? Yes. Yeah. I'm over it. Yeah. I'm over it too. I wish it was better. I really and... did want to enjoy it. I was so upset. It made me uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable for me to watch. I knew it was going to be torture. Yeah. I, knew it. I didn't. I saw it at the door. I thought it was going to be possibly cute and funny and mm-hmm. lighthearted. Like, even if I can't relate to a character, mm-hmm. I can still sometimes enjoy yeah. right. a movie. So that's what I thought. Right. Because I was like, I, I went in knowing I'm not going to relate to this character. I guess the sex scene didn't annoy me. Okay. The one in the shower or yeah. the one in the bed? The one in the shower. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
That didn't annoy me. It was a good mm-hmm. scene. Yeah, it was. It was nice. Yeah. yeah, they had chemistry. She didn't have chemistry, chemistry with well. Them. Yeah, no. Because that kissing scene made me cringe. It was gross. Yeah, <laughs> it was gross. I didn't like it either. I didn't like it either. Right. Well, thank you, Ola, for coming and reviewing thank this you for movie with me. us. Yes. Thank you for sitting through that film and libations to everybody who enjoyed it. And perhaps because you need libations, you should be drinking. Right. <laughs> perhaps. Yeah. Um. No, I mean, I'm glad whoever enjoyed it enjoyed it. I and guess. if you have, if there's anything that anybody wants to offer as to why they enjoyed that shit, um, if you think it's worth sharing, then please share it if it's something you think we had not considered or thought about. But if you know it's just a we'll agree to disagree type thing, then, you know, do that. Yeah, I'm definitely right? curious, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to know what you liked. For some people, it spoke to them. I want to know what was, what, right. what was speaking to right. you. Today, right? Because I know there are people who read the book back in the day. One of our listeners said they had read it back in the day, and they were the only black woman wherever they were. And so it was nice to yeah, read can, that kind yeah, of story. Yeah, I can kind of see that. And yeah. kind of, that kind but of today, yes. in 2018, some how about the kid? Let us know why you like it. If you yeah. like I it. mean, it's nice to see a black girl win, and, and, and she won in the end. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's yeah. the thing that came. Okay, I know we said we were done, but like how the whole movie, everything was the catalyst for everything was men, mm-hmm. and then finally at the end, it's like, yeah, it failed the Bechdel it's test. It's all right? about me, you know. It, it was just weird. Did it fail the Bechdel test? Yeah, well, they talk about her hair, but yeah, wait, you're right. Yeah, repeatedly it mm-hmm. failed yeah. the mm-hmm. Bechdel test. Right. So if anybody doesn't know, the Bechdel test is, are, t- are there two women talking to one another in the film who have names and not talking about a man? And fail. Yeah, they talk yeah, about men throughout the whole repeated. thing, right? Yeah, and I don't remember her friend's name. They weren't, they didn't have names. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying, yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Wow. Well, we well, did a show. We did a show. Ola, where can we find you on social media or wherever or where whatever you want us to find? Under the Free Black Women's Library mm-hmm. on Instagram, on Facebook, on Tumblr. Information is there about yeah. all the events coming up, mm-hmm. what books we're reading, what movies we're talking about. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Well, let me good. ask you all a question. Sure. Because yeah. I was thinking about this on the way here. So, like, if you had to choose between no film or mediocre films with black women, because I feel like that's the options. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm looking well, at your faces like, you know, like between Napoli Ever After and no Napoli Ever After. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because I feel like this would have been a decent film if it came out in the 90s. Yeah, that's how I right? feel. We might have accepted it. Because we didn't have it. it came anything. out during the time of like Deliverance from Eva and like The Best Man and yeah. all those films like that. <laughs> exactly. This would have came out. We would have watched it and been like, that was cute and kept it moving. Mm-hmm. But now we have deeper analysis about all these type of things. Mm-hmm. So it's like. So would I ra- would, now that we have deeper analysis, would I rather it didn't exist? Is that what you're saying? Like, it seems for me, when it comes to options for black women in films and our representation, it's like either mediocrity or nothing. I think that, I think that, would I rather it be nothing? I would never, I would never want a nothing. Right. right. I think that there are whack, mediocre white movies like this. Mm-hmm. Right. 
that I'm not going to pay attention to right, and I'm right. not going to talk about, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think that we are allowed to exist and be mediocre. Right. Um, that's just, and I feel that right now I do have a little more options. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel as like right. um, pigeonholed into having but this you is know all what I else? have. I feel like we have to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I think that I agree. I, w- I would rather them exist, but we can't be afraid to like critique art that centers black folks yeah right because mm-hmm. i think that's the thing it's like a lot of people are afraid they're like oh if we keep talking bad about these mediocre things exactly. we're not gonna have nothing no exactly that's the fear yeah. mentality yeah. it's like and that's we, that white supremacist scarcity right model. right if we don't talk bad about these things if we don't critique them and say what we think and what could have been better or whatever they will never get better yeah yeah they keep throwing us this garbage knowing that we're all going to jump and watch it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and that'll be it. But no, we need to continue to critique our art. It's so important. To, yeah. 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 It's so important. Yeah. And, and we're not limited to the things that they allow us to do. Right. It's black folks creating and doing shit for themselves all over the place. Yep. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We were watching, we were watching awkward black girl, like when on it was YouTube. just Issa on YouTube. Exactly. Like, yeah, there are ways yeah. we can do it for ourselves. And so we we shouldn't be afraid to um, talk shit about black art that we don't like. Yeah, you know well, what I'm we're saying? definitely not here on Tea with Queen and Jay. Yeah, well, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah right. Well, can I mention three films that are coming out? Yeah, black women. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So the first one is called Solace. It's by a woman named Chico who's in California. It's about a black girl who's dealing with eating disorder. Mm-hmm. So that's an independent black woman filmmaker, uh-huh. and the film looks really really dope. Mm-hmm. The second one is a film called Jezebel. It's by a woman named Numa Perrier. She's Mm a Haitian-American woman, Mm -hmm. and it's about her experience. Um, And then the third one is called Rafiki, and they just showed it at Cannes. Oh, we know Rafiki. You know Rafiki? um, It's the lesbian love story that takes place in Kenya. Kenya. Yeah. So that's going to be coming to the United States soon. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited about those three films because it's like... Three black women filmmakers making these independent stories, and there's no like white man behind the yeah. scenes who's mm-hmm. like controlling what happens with the characters. Yeah. So there's a lot of agency. Okay. Ow. Yes. See, they're um, out here. They're out here. There's things out here. We didn't yeah. see them yet, so we don't know if they're amazing, but it, there's options. There's right. things. All right, cool. I think we did a motherfucking show. We did. All right. Be sure to check us out on the social meds. We are at T with QJ on Instagram and Twitter. We are T with Queen and J on Facebook and Tumblr. We are T with Queen and J at gmail.com. You can send us Some email T-mail. there. Yes. Please check out our website, T with Queen and J dot com. What else? Um, send us a donation mm-hmm. at the same website, tea with queen and J dot com. Tea with queen and J. Let's get into hashtags. Hashtags Napoli ever after, I guess. <laughs> we, we watch the shit. Tea with QJ. Hashtag pod and hashtag pods in color. Hashtag the free black woman's library. library. Black lives matter. Stop killing trans women. Say her name. Trans lives matter. Disability to white. You okay, sis? Maybe he doesn't hit you. Disability to white, mm-hmm. film this. Film this, uh-huh. Um, Hashtag inner hole uprising, Marsha's plate, bag ladies, unpack BG, queer walk pod, sex- sexually liberated woman. Hashtag 4C hair. That's right. Hashtag 4C, hashtag naps. Mm-hmm. Yes. Nap nation. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I like that. This podcast was created, produced, hosted by a black girl named Janicia and a black girl mm-hmm. named Naima, recorded yeah. at 
D&D Creative Network. Yay. Peace, Peace out. To